This week, I have been super, super unorganized. But I got a little story for you from Horizon. So in Horizon, you get a mount, and that mount is a robotic animal that you can ride. But my mount has fallen in love with a magnet. Yep. What? Yep. What the fuck? Huh? It, it couldn't resist. <laughs> oh. I was expecting far oh. more groans, but I actually got a lot of Oh, look, it was, it was clever. <laughs> Terrible, but clever. I Google that. I can't take credit for that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello! to news to reviews your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week my name is zach and i'm here with my wonderful co-host lucky lucky how are you buddy lucky lucky i'm lucky 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 <laughs> yeah i'm like a pokemon i'm like a pokemon lucky 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 Oh, I'm glad to see. I hope you evolve to a Pokemon that can speak like Meowth, but yeah, for now, I guess this will do. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that accent. No. <laughs> Lockie, real quickly before we start, microphone, the front of it is the front of it, not the top of it. Straight the front on. of it is the... <laughs> yeah, don't deep throat the mic, Thank you, mate. yeah, you want to angle the... Yeah, it's different with the blue mics. you got to angle you know, like, the, the... Yeah, there we go, perfect. It's really hard. It's really hard to fight that impulse. It's just... You know, yeah, you, you just want to go for the tip. You see it and you're just getting closer and closer. <laughs> you don't even you don't even think about it because, like, it's just second nature at this point. Anyway. Oh, Are we talking about microphones still? <laughs> no, we're talking about Pokemon. Oh dear, and uh, this Pokemon we're having on as a guest is already fully evolved because she's the best she can possibly be. We have once again the marvellous Mrs. Lalante from the Inconsolables. Mrs. L, how are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's early on a Sunday morning. Yes. You're lucky yes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. So yeah, we're recording this at 9am Sydney time, but for yeah, poor Mrs. L in Queensland, 8am yeah. for her. Oh dear, it's very early on a Sunday. <laughs> That's a rough that start. That is for sure. But oh dear, well, look, let's not oh, keep good, everyone oh, too long. Mrs. Lalante, <laughs> where can everyone find all the wonderful content that you create? Yeah, well, uh, I I have done many things over the years. Uh, online, I uh, write articles for Checkpoint Gaming. Uh, my latest MTG article is out now, uh, talking about Kamagawa. And uh, I also am on the Inconsolables podcast with the lovely Sammy, who was on like two weeks ago. Oh, now. yeah. Uh, mm. And Andrew and Paul. Um, and then there's some interesting YouTube stuff and Twitch stuff. It, it, it's around. Just Google me. <laughs> yeah, you, you've been uh, you've been streaming with You're Sammy Deej, right? Bit of bit of uh, what is it? What's yeah, it called? Tango. We What's did it, uh, Operation Tango. Operation Tango. That's mm. right. Yeah, ah. yeah. It's it's like a 
it's a cooperative game, but you both get to see very different aspects. So you have to work together to solve like solve the puzzles that they give you. And like one of you's the agent on the street, and the other person's like the hacker in the van. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Is it one of those ones where you end up like, like kind of like charades where you end up just like wanting to scream at each other because you're trying to figure out how to communicate what you want to communicate. You'd expect that with me and Sammy, but I think <laughs> we're, we have like this like natural wavelength where we were actually able to like, like there was screaming, don't get me wrong. There was like frustrations. Um, <laughs> But for the most part, I think we work really well together. Uh, Sammy and I are a good team. <laughs> oh, bloody oath. Well, all the links to all that wonderful content will be in the description of the podcast down below. Uh, and you know what is also in the description? Well, it's not in the description of the podcast, but you can find it there if you click on it, is the uh, rating system. And if you like <laughs> news to reviews, you listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere that allows rating systems, if you can rate us, it really does help us get us uh, into the ears of more peeps out there. We have a bit of gaming news to get into this week. It wasn't a killer week, but there's some bloody interesting stuff there. Let's say we uh, jump on into it, guys. I mean, we can't have uh, giant news every week, can we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I feel like this year has just been, oh, it's, it's been so much. It's, it's nice to have one that isn't quite it, it as crazy. Has. It's been really ramping up, and we've got a crazy amount of releases over the next couple of weeks, hey? Oh, this Ooh. this February, January, and March is just absolutely ridiculous, and yeah, we're, we're right in the thick of it right now. We've already had Pokemon Legends Arceus, Dying Light 2, Horizon Forbidden West, and now we've got this horrible story. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Well, look, it's not a horrible story, <laughs> but it's, well, it is a horrible story. It's about a horrible situation. This comes out of Eurogamer and was written by Victoria Kennedy. Following on an open letter penned 200 days ago, Ubisoft employees have released a new statement saying their demands still haven't been met. A better Ubisoft has released a new update that reads, A few days ago, Annika Grant, Ubisoft's chief people officer, released an inf internal... I nearly said infernal. <laughs> I guess that would have worked. <laughs> internal <laughs> pitch video pitched as presenting employees with the result of this year's global, uh, uh, global employee satisfaction survey. This survey had over 40 questions with room for comments under each. In the video, Annika addressed that one of the main areas of con concern from the survey was the des desire for more transparency and accountability from management. However, at eight minutes long, this video was not only very brief, but incredibly opaque, with the entire survey summarized as six talking points, three positive and three negative, released on Friday via email with no accompanying manner or arcade posts that employees expect. This not only makes it hard to find, but also makes it hard to comment and discuss our concerns. With the exception of participation and engagement scores, the talking points were delivered with no numbers. Instead, there were vague statements like, you told us, or we heard from you. This gives employees no way of knowing whether the statement that you have, that you have managers who are approachable and supportive means 95% feel this way or 51% starkly different outcomes. In an email on 14th of December, Annika said that 71% of employees feel comfortable being ourselves at work. What wasn't acknowledged was how many feel we have to hide our true selves for fear of judgment or reprobation from peers or managers. 
We were told in the video that several of the positive responses were about the external benchmarks for general industry provided by Glint, but no context was given for these benchmarks, what they are, and what they represent. Uh, concluding Oi, the what if what if I shouldn't feel comfortable <laughs> being myself at work? Because oh, because that that's the thing is that mm. I. I the whole point of professionalism is that I shouldn't get too comfortable, if you know what I mean. Because otherwise, I'm just going to be screaming at everyone I work with. <laughs> Very little work gets done that way. So, like, yeah, it's just such a weird statement that they're trying to measure. Anyway, yeah, continue. Oh, look, Sorry. I, I still think that people should, you know, be able to feel comfortable being themselves when they're at a workplace. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, yeah. yeah I, like well, I, sorry. Uh, from a personal point of view uh in the place that i work i'm not comfortable being myself and i uh constantly say things like my partner instead of my wife uh, um hmm. and you know use gender neutral language because i work at a christian based school uh, um hmm. so i have to be really careful about the language that i use because oh. even though my oh, management wow. Yeah, even though management has said it's fine that you're gay and it's fine yeah. all of this stuff. We'll allow you it. You have not met parents. You have not met parents. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I work closely with, with teenagers and, um, mm. yeah, the amount of times teenagers go home to their parents and whinge and bitch and complain and then it comes back on us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, dearie me. <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely yeah. awful to hear. Yeah. Oh, and also, like, the whole, yeah, all the politics around the fucking, um, that fucking religious discrimination bill. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it is a particularly... Would hitting, <laughs> that would be hitting pretty close to home, so, you yeah. know, good news that that got scrapped, hey? Yeah, that must have been Thank a particularly God. stressful yeah. time f for you here in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, sorry to, to you know, no, turbulent. No, it's, but, no, it's... Um, no. No, no, this is way more interesting, and to be honest, it's relevant. <laughs> and and to be honest, it is yeah. it's directly relevant to the type of complaints and and the issue that is that employees are experiencing because mm. it is about it is about discrimination. It is basically yeah. about predatory practices in the workplace and how yeah. you know how how people well organizations need to do a lot better. It sounds like the organization you work for is pretty good in the sense that they're. You know, mm. you feel like you can be comfortable with upper management, but yeah. you know it sucks that you have to keep that sort of, um, you know, you have to keep that image from the client perspective. Mm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's a, it's a nuanced, um, it's a nuanced situation. But I mean, yeah, I, I was making a joke before, by the way. If you did, if, if you I didn't notice that, Zach, I so that. I wasn't being <laughs> like, so I'm not, I'm not missing the point. I was just making a little joke for me, uh, um, trying to make it relatable. But um, yeah, people should feel should be able to feel like they're not being discriminated against in the workplace. Mm. It's kind of like a, a bare minimum. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and that shouldn't, and, and any sort of self-identification and, and how, how you feel about yourself shouldn't, shouldn't be lumped into sort of your, your professionalism and stuff. It should be included mm. as part of that package. So um, yeah, disappointing to hear so far. Do we have anything else that we, 
We sort of derailed that, didn't we? <laughs> oh, Sorry. Because no, no, we no, sort no, of no, got no. into it already because we knew, we knew where it was going. It was like, okay, yeah. well, sounds like Ubisoft hasn't gotten any better and they're doing some no. some interesting yeah. um, bare, bare bones sort of questionnaires right there. Mm-hmm. I love how they're like, oh, 71% feel comfortable. It's like, well, the... Like that's not oh, good, guys. Yeah. That's yeah, not shit. great. One in four, one in four staff feel like they're not, they can't be themselves in the workplace. It's pretty fucking grim. Yeah. That's if bad. I <laughs> if I was to buy a car and they said seventy one percent of this model will not spontaneously combust, there is no fucking way I'm purchasing that car. No way. Twenty nine percent chance. It's a really good chance. Yeah, but from an employer perspective, that's twenty nine percent potential sexual harassment or discrimination claims that they've got to deal with as well. So from their perspective, they're looking at shitting bricks. Oh, yeah. dear me. Is, can, can you remind me, is Ubisoft the one with the um, the roadmap? Yeah. Yeah, okay, they were the okay. sex culture yeah. roadmap ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, like a, it's like a Sydney road where it's just constantly <laughs> winding and, and getting longer and longer and... And there's all these turnoffs that then you have to get back on the road. It's just yeah. crazy. Our roads oh, and our God. infrastructure in Sydney is truly, <laughs> truly, truly <laughs> terrible. Um, and I'll so is Ubisoft. <laughs> Ubisoft is truly terrible. Um, it's it's 200 days after, and that was the whole point of this letter. Yeah. Uh, basically to say, yeah, nothing has changed. The demands that they have, which are, you know, stop prompting and mo- moving known offenders from studio to studio. <laughs> like, pretty... <laughs> pretty you know wow. basic, basic thing to want you know they want a collective seat at the table that you know they want to actually have a say so you know these fucking surveys that they do like it, it it's just to give the illusion that you get some kind of say at the end of the day they they make absolutely no difference so, and yeah. are the surveys anonymous <laughs> yeah. or are they logged because oh, God, logged surveys so. are the fucking worst. Mm. Mm. I can't yeah. imagine anyone like really saying what they think if that's the no. case. Oh dear. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. I don't. I mean, have you guys ever done an exit interview before? No. Like, I... all right. Actually, no. Let me rephrase that. If you've ever done an exit interview, but you've actually been honest a hundred percent about why you're leaving. And the mm-hmm. people that you fucking hated because they're absolute psychopaths to work with. That like that level of honesty. Has anyone been that honest in their exit interview? If it's anonymous, yeah, you might get a little bit more honesty out of people and you might yeah. get them actually pointing fingers at the people that need to actually pick up their game, but they're too powerful for you to shout out against them while you're working for them. Mm. But if it's um yeah, if it's not a an, a confidential thing, no. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get that. Yeah. And Employers know that as well, so when they choose not to do that, it's very transparent with what they intend to get out of all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, it sucks to hear 200 days later that nothing's changed at all. And it sucks to hear that it seems like management talks to their employees the same way that they talk to customers, where they just try to be like, we hear you. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're making changes. We're not going to tell you what any of those changes are. We're not going to you know, give you no. any actual evidence of anything that we're doing, but we hear you. <laughs> yeah. are, we are aware yeah. of your words. They just- yeah, noted. <laughs> yeah, on their um, on on their word system, it's literally just point and click all the different words. Ah, <laughs> oh. like they can only select from certain words to build their sentences. It's like, 
Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh dear. Well, look no, at- they've trained they've trained a monkey now to be able to <laughs> do that, and the monkey. And the monkey is now ha- has four phrases that they can then cycle through based on what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. Oh, uh, you say that was the culmination of a thousand monkeys and a thousand typewriters. It was just <laughs> PR responses for Ubisoft. Fon says, "I hear you." Yeah. <laughs> We're making we hear changes. You. Oh, we dear. hear you. Changes. <laughs> the Barack Obama speech. Changes coming. Change. <laughs> Yes, we can. Now, there is a way that we can sort of get out, like, I guess we can get our voices heard. If you're someone out there who, who's not a fan of everything that's been going on at Ubisoft, there is a petition that you can sign to show your support. And I'll put that in the description uh, of the podcast episode as well, too. So if you want to do something to sort of be like, you know, fuck you, Ubisoft, fix your shit. That's something you can do. I don't, not that it's, I don't think it's going to change anything, like, but, you know, it's something. Hey. I mean, I just had to Google what Ubisoft does because I don't think I care. <laughs> like, I care about the people who work there, yes, but I was like, who are you again? <laughs> Assassin's Creed, <laughs> so Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. Um, That's about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, they got Pac-Man. No, not Pac-Man, Rayman. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, they do Just Dance. Okay. Oh. They don't make a game called Lost Ark, though. Oh, and speaking oh. of Lost Ark, that was a terrible segue. Uh, this article Ark. comes out of IGN, was written by Adam Bankhurst. Following its official free-to-play launch on February 11th, Lost Ark has already become Steam's second most played game of all time by concurrent players with an all-time peak of 1,325,000 people. As revealed by a Steam database, Lost Ark passed Counter-Strike Global Offensive's all-time peak of 1,308,000 players to secure the number two spot. Considering these what is this all-time fucking peaks... game. Sorry? Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, what that's... Is... I know, I've what never is this heard fucking of it game? I, I, I play PC all the time. I'm on Steam. I'm... It's a free-to-play like, Amazon game? survival game? Eh, eh, But, yeah, it's just, no. it's just blown no. the fuck up, though. I don't Ugh. don't get why. But, yeah, considering these all-time peaks tend to happen around a game. It's free-to-play. It's kids playing it because they can't afford games. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, it's an impressive feat for an MMO uh, developed by Smilegate and Tripod Studio and published by Amazon Game Studios. So, yeah, Amazon didn't develop it, but they did Bean. publish this one. It looks sexy. Okay. Like I'm, I'm watching the trailer <laughs> and I'm good. just like, oh, I feel yep. a little mo- like the moist meat is going up. <laughs> all right, okay, all right, okay. all right. So there's something going on. There's something to this. All right, it's all tweaking. Right. It's tweaking something. <laughs> well, I'll be sure to put a towel down before I check out the trailer for that one. Uh, but yeah, apparently there's there's Amazon released a few more. Uh, 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 numbers after that. So apparently they had a peak of 1.2 million concurrent viewers on Twitch and over 59.9 million hours uh, watched cumulatively during launch week. Now, mind you, Amazon does own Twitch, so I'm sure they were probably paying people to to stream it and I'm sure they could probably fuck with the algorithm for a day or two if they wanted to yeah. <laughs> to make it so that uh, Lost Ark appears higher up in... In that, but still, like, yeah, it's uh, it's done really well. I am not one to play survival games, but it sounds like you, Mrs. L, might be interested in checking this one out. Mm. Yeah, I think when I when somebody first mentioned it, they were like, "It's like a Diablo MMO." So I was like, "Huh, okay, that's interesting." Uh, oh, okay. Um, 
I, I, thought, well, I thought it was a survival game. I got that completely wrong. <laughs> game oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a top-down RPG. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's a Diablo game. Shit. Yeah, damn, Zach. You um, you really undersold this one. Yeah, well, Lockie, this would be right up your alley then, right? Yeah. I'm looking at it. It looks pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, you. When, when uh, we heard yeah. it, I was like, oh, yeah, nah. <laughs> but looking at yeah, it, yeah, I know like, oh, exactly. Actually. I, I yeah, not that right out of right out of the stratosphere. <laughs> but now I'm looking at it, and it looks pretty fucking good for for a free game. I can understand why um it'd be popular. Mm. Yeah, at least just based on the trailer. So, just wait for those well, cash shops and those gatches and shit. I yeah, reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, you got to have your gatches. So so long as they try and keep the mm. uh, like the RNG elements out of uh, out of it, no loot boxes and whatnot, then no, no, I'm that that's their model because it's a free to play game. Mm, like, yeah. that's how they make their money. It's like um, uh, I like Diablo, which is in the top five for Steam games. It has the same business model. They've made yeah. so much money off me over the years. I I would say <laughs> I probably sunk at least five hundred into that yeah. game into different spends. So it's a it's a really effective business model. I don't know, free to play it seems like the uh route they go these days a lot more is the battle pass route. Like at Fortnite I don't think you can buy the llamas they were called anymore. It's only you can buy a battle pass and you unlock the skins as you play or you can just straight up just buy the skins. But they do the rotating store, so every day or week it changes ah. or whatever. So there's RNG with that, I guess, but you know, it's not. A, I don't think it's as insidious as a straight up loot box, though. I don't you know. know what? This is giving me Guild Wars vibes. This is mm. really giving me Guild Wars vibes. Uh, I don't know if either of you played Guild Wars. No, nope. Guild Wars was. I didn't. Yeah, you paid for it up front, but it was the first MMO without. A, a monthly subscription service um okay. and it, it had to cash up with it so mm. yeah anyway maybe i'll give it a go <laughs> it reminds me of maple story oh god that's the <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you would know what i was talking about i know zach would just have absolutely no idea no he's idea. shaking his head at this one he's um, only recently a pc gamer right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I've no lost Ark. If it's like Diablo, I've got I've got no interest. I've I've never I tried Diablo once and it was not my <laughs> my kind of a thing. But I'm glad to hear you guys might be interested in in that one. But yeah, Maple Story, I've definitely not heard of. No. <laughs> <laughs> and Fliff, did you ever play Fliff? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Fly for fun, I think it stood for. Flip. I, I always thought it was Fliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that came out in 2004. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was back in the day where you didn't have too much um, available and the um, no. MMOs were finding their feet, so yeah, yeah, they were really big. It was either that or Counter-Strike. Yeah, Fliff oh, was definitely there was cooler. No- <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. how about we talk about something that I, I'm familiar with so I can contribute for... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh dear. No, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's this is on me. I've I am so uh, my research this episode has just been terrible. <laughs> I didn't even it was, know um, Stark was it. So the games so the games that we're talking about, Zach, they were really popular amongst the Asian crowd in our in our schools. Okay. So like yeah. Asian Australians absolutely love this stuff. But you yeah. tried to talk to anyone else about it, they would have no idea what you're talking about. They're playing Counter Strike. Mm. And yeah. so uh, yeah, and 
so I can tell I can tell immediately. High school um, weed I've, crew. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's right. I can tell the crowd that you've rolled with and <laughs> I'm the same. I know you're I know you're one of my people. <laughs> well, a, a game that I know we'll all be familiar with, and uh, probably not for good reasons, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, they did a thing this oh, week. Yeah. CD Projekt Red did a thing. Oh, God. So, basically, they decided there's not enough games coming out at the moment. It's too quiet a time for video games, so we're just going to shadow drop, drop the next-gen version of Cyberpunk 2077. So, yeah, they've finally released it. It's been... God, Cyberpunk 2077 first came out at the very end of 2020. And so, like, well over a year later, we're finally getting the next-gen versions. And what a lot of people might say, me included, should have been what we had at release anyways. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a little bit confused. Sorry, you go. uh, uh, No, no, you go. go. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to be snide and be like, yeah, it came out in 2020, but when was it actually playable? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, I'm confused. Um, I thought it did come out. I thought it was... It didn't have gen the the current gen consoles on on launch. No, no. So it, it well it, it had current. Like gen I'm so confused at the time. It was <laughs> on like P- it was playable on PS5 and Xbox Series X, right? Well, yeah, that was the whole thing, right? It was it the only versions that were released were the PC, PS4, and Xbox One versions. But yeah. the PS4 and Xbox One versions didn't work on PS4 and Xbox One. <laughs> and the PS4 and Xbox One versions barely worked on PS5 and Xbox Series X. I I played the PS4 version on PS5 and took about 50 oh. hours to finish and oh, I had 40 track. crashes. Oh, it's like, it's too early for this. This is just <laughs> it was, very... It was just an absolute disaster. And a uh, 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 friend of the show, Aaron... He's been playing this one now. He's been playing the Series mm. X version now that they've had the update. And he said so far, it's been a really smooth experience. He hasn't had any bugs or anything like that. And he says the game looks absolutely fantastic. So it's good to see that people who were waiting a long time for that game <laughs> have finally got what they wanted all the way back at the end of 2020. It just, yeah, it's it's one of those things that it just sucks that it had to happen this way. And I hope I hope CDPR have, have learnt their lesson, but I guess that's still... You know what, I'm, I'm not surprised he picked this up because only a day ago he, he picked up another game called Tales of Arise. <laughs> and and I, I knew immediately it was not his type of game. And he's like, oh, check out this game. <laughs> I, I hope it has open world features. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, at, at least at least Cyberpunk's <laughs> gonna have his open world features. He'll be able yeah, to... he'll get his open world yeah. from Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did did you see that there were some updates to Cyberpunk as well? Yeah, like the driving's meant to be better now, I believe, yeah. and the the crowd AI is supposed to yeah. be improved. And now you get like nude and dirty DMs from Ooh. your romance options. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> yep. more, more cyber titties. Interesting. It's yep. Keanu. It's Keanu a romance option? No. I wonder if uh. they'll allow the the mods to come back to screw Keanu since he basically <laughs> consented to it. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's chill with that stuff. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. so into it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe how chilly was with that. Oh, Keanu! Forever, he's just a, a saint and a god. Oh, uh, he's he's just a very old soul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear! Now, 
I've got a I've got a bit of a PSA for everyone out there. There's a bit of a massive game coming out next week. I don't know if you guys have hel- heard of it. Elden Ring is going to be coming out next week. Oh yeah. Huh? No. I- Sorry, what's Elden Ring? Oh, it's an indie title uh, by a develop, much maligned developer. People aren't really into him from from software. Uh, yeah, ba- basically, <laughs> anyway, Elden Ring has been leaked right. online. There are spoilers out there for Elden Ring. So anyone who's excited for it, just be as careful as possible. We're obviously not going to talk about what those leaks are here, but just you know, be super mm. careful if you're out there on the interwebs. Get your mute buttons happening on twitch and all that stuff to yeah. mute elden ring and yeah I, I, are you gonna pick up elden ring mrs l no nah. <laughs> so no mrs, mrs. Elden, elden ring, ring? oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we both did it lucky <laughs> how long have you been thinking of that one <laughs> no it just came to mrs. me <laughs> yeah it just came to me we we spend too much time with each other now we just think the same you like twins. Oh. No, any, anybody who's who's who knows me, uh, I tried Bloodborne for like uh, I did like six to nine hours on stream, and I fucking suck at that game. <laughs> and uh, I'm just nope. Um, I could do Monster Hunter level in like that kind of gameplay, but fucking nah, 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 nah. Yeah. It looks cool, and I'll be watching. Uh, I'll be watching Calgar play it, but uh, it's not for me. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll definitely be watching him on on Twitch, dying over and over again. That should be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, Mrs. L. I tried Bloodborne. I think I made it a little bit further, but it was the entire time I was just incredibly stressed out. And um, I, I don't play video games to stress myself out. That's what, you know, normal human life is for. <laughs> I Thank play you. Video games Thank to you. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but Elden Ring is the first From Software game I've seen since Bloodborne, which I think came out in 2015 now. So mm. nearly seven years ago, which is insane. Um, yeah. that, that I've actually been interested in picking up. And I think the thing that interests me is that uh, apparently with, you know, with the open world, if you come across something that's too difficult, you can just nope the fuck out of there and just move on to the next thing until you're ready to come back. So, uh, <laughs> so it's the anti-Sekiro. <laughs> you know, I, I guess so, yeah. I haven't played yeah, Sekiro, okay. so I don't know. Lockie, oh, are you well. terrified you're going to get Elden Ring spoiled for you? I know you, you're interested in picking up this title. Well, I... Uh, how am I going to get it spoiled for me? I don't know. You use the interweb, don't you? You're on the dial-up, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on 2G. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't. Th- uh, somehow I don't think it's going to get spoiled for me unless I actively seek out spoilers. Yeah. So, I th- you know... Unless, unless, unless it gets spoiled in Simpsons memes, that's the, really the only sort of risk. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if um, Compu Hyper Global Mega Net, yeah. that group or yeah, whatever all it's the called, Aussie channels, they post yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, if someone does a shit post around it, then then I'm in trouble. But other than that, yeah, like I don't, I don't look that yeah. shit up. So yeah, I'll pick that. I'll pick up that game. Look, I was lukewarm about this, and I still think it's probably going to be. Not as good as ever, as they're hyping it up to be, and what people would be expecting it in their minds as being like a, mm. uh, oh, what's Dark Souls, but but pushed to the nth degree. I think it's just going to be more or less another Dark Souls, mm. 
And that's fine for me because I fucking love Dark Souls. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up and it looks like they've revamped their magic system. So mm. I'm definitely going Sorcerer build yeah. for my first run. Um, yeah. Well, I hope for your yeah, sake it, it, they haven't got any of those spoilers in there that can be, you know, spoiled in just a couple of words. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget when uh, Last of Us Part 2 came out. Uh, there was just a really easy spoiler that you could literally do with just two words. And people who were like, you know, exports, you know, people who who who, who uh, uh, subscribe to the console wars, in other words, massive mm-hmm. fucking idiots, um, they would just, any kind of PlayStation content, no matter what it was, even some Xbox stuff, like I believe they did it on like X- Xbox sub, had some kind of direct style event. They're just spamming mm-hmm. that spoiler in the chat. It's, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Rude. Uh, yeah, some people just suck. So yeah, watch out for them Elden Ring leaks out there. Oh, and speaking of sucking, all oh, this game did not do too well. Crossfire oh. X, the one of the first uh, Xbox Studio releases of this year. Crossfire X. Oh, we 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 talked about it. Oh god, I think like it might have been the first week back of the show. So it's like oh, this. You know, I can't remember shit we talk about. It's it's like this weird <laughs> military shooter. Remedy was doing the story for it, but apparently it was is like a multiplayer one... shooter in in is Asia, it, and that... they're trying to bring it to the oh. West or something like that. Oh, but it doesn't normally. I was going to say, is that the one that was set in Iraq and it was like really offensive? Oh for Iraq? no, 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 no. Uh, that, that game, I don't know what, I think that game's long gone. But yeah, basically yeah. Crossfire X is okay. might be one for peeps to avoid out there. It's currently sitting at 41 on Open Critic. And just for reference there, uh, last year we had our News to Reviews yeah, Game that's, Awards Just for reference, that's really bad. Back in the mm-hmm. habit. <laughs> our, our game that won Lame of the Year, so the worst title of 2021, was Balan Wonderworld. And Balan yeah. Wonderworld is sitting at 49 <laughs> out of 100 on Open Critic right now. So, yeah, oh, that's a big yikes there, bud. Yeah, it's not looking too good. IGN gave it a 3 out of 10. Oh, it's been <laughs> updated to 2 out of 10. What? <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It says 2 out of 10. <laughs> what? Wow. Do they have a reason for why they updated it? Like the, the only thing I could think is if they patched in more issues or something. <laughs> like, oh, they probably they, they probably they probably did like the their initial review based on the first couple of hours, and then when they actually finished it, they then went, <laughs> yeah. "Yeah, no, this is a two. This is dog." Oh, dude, yeah. that's insane! It's a, do they have any information of why there's an update? Uh- I think the single player review was three. The multiplayer review is two. Whoa! <laughs> that's holy... that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh wow. god, it must right. just be absolutely broken to shit. shit. So yeah, just I don't know. Avoid Crossfire I, X. And the <laughs> quote, the quote they give: Crossfire X's multiplayer modes aren't worth the price you'll pay, and it's free to play. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's not worth the disk space on your SSD or hard drive. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's that is scathing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. I actually feel really bad because we're doing our fantasy critic league, and Sammy had Crossfire X as one of his picks. <laughs> So I think he's like my like he's he's minus some ridiculous amount of points now, poor dude. 
<laughs> and I thought I was doing poorly by picking Pokemon Legends Arceus as my counter pick. Oh, Sam. And didn't he already yeah. get screwed over before that as well, too? He had something else yeah. that he lost. <laughs> oh, Sam. Oh, dear. Uh, let's have a look. Sorry. Uh, just for posterity's sake, negative 17 points. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm not losing now. I'm at minus oh. 15, so I'm actually not losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh dear. dear. Oh, dear. Poor Sam. Well, <laughs> we're always watching those countdowns for the reviews to come out for all those games for that Fantasy League. And uh, there's been a new countdown that started over this week. Capcom has started some PR countdown thing. There's You go to Capcom Uh-oh. Countdown, and there's a thing that says, at the moment, one day and eight hours. So by the time this podcast episode comes out, hopefully we'll know what the fuck this is going to be. But the speculation is... Resident Evil 4 Remake. Oh, I hope it is. I really hope it is because A, this will be super outdated if it isn't Resident Evil 4 Remake. And B, because I want to ask you guys, especially you, Mrs. L, would Resident Evil 4 Remake be something that you'd be interested in? Uh, I'm going to go with no. (laughs) (laughs) Why? You just never cared about the Resident Evil games or too scary? What are we talking uh, I do not do horror games. Just yeah. for like you said, you don't like being stressed out during mm-hmm. games. Um, so little story. Uh, to fund my trip to PAX, I played scary games for for money to to pay my way down. And uh, Sammy told me, "Oh, play Resident Evil Seven. It's not very scary." <laughs> Uh, there are still clips on my channel absolutely losing my shit just walking around a corner and something just <laughs> bing there. <laughs> I had to stop playing. Um, what's that underwater fucking game? The really cool underwater oh, game. Oh, shit. It's a survival game? Yeah. Subnautica? Uh, yes, I had to stop playing Subnautica because I got fucking jump scared by the giant fucking sea monster. <laughs> <laughs> the Subnautica is terrifying, though. Anyone who has that terrifying. fear of, like, being out in open ocean where you can't, like, see what's around you yeah. in the water, Subnautica will definitely get that fear up in you. But, yeah, I- I'm right there so, yes. with you, Mrs. L. Zelda Ocarina of Time has trained me to be terrified of water levels, so an entire game that is just one giant water level level. is just no no thank you no no i'm not getting that again i enjoy watching people play resident evil but there is no way in hell i will ever play another resident evil game (laughs) look i'm right there with you mrs l horror games i cannot do and yeah for the same reasons i don't play from software games because i don't like to be stressed out i don't feel comfortable playing video games with a big piece of poo in my pants But I did manage to complete Resident Evil Village last year, and it just wasn't—it oh. wasn't as scary as as what I, no. I watched on. I never played Resident Evil Seven, but I, I did watch it on Twitch, and it looked fucking terrifying. Uh, but yeah, Village. Like your hand chopped off. <laughs> yeah, but like that was gory and violent. But there, it wasn't like. I don't know. I didn't find that sort of sense of dread and and you know just tension that uh, that you'd see in a lot of other horror games. Like I found Outcast way more terrifying or even like layers of fear oh, which is yeah, a game which layers of fear really you literally cannot die in that game but it still manages mm. to be terrifying and atmospheric whereas mm. resident evil village uh, like yeah it, I don't know, it almost felt like a really slow paced 
action narrative game to me. Like yeah. you're just doing, you're doing a lot of shooting, a lot of puzzle solving, and yeah. a lot of running away from big scary monsters. So I, I, I don't know if they sort of follow that same kind of balance where it's like action horror. Uh, with probably the slight more lean on action that I could see myself playing through Resident Evil 4 Remake. But I, I did try playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. I tried the demo. I got about like five, ten minutes in. So <laughs> if it's as scary I think the as key, that, no way. I think the key there is it's probably if the big scary monsters were scarier, then it would be a harder slog. But because they're attractive and scary at the same time, yeah. it's sort of like, it's sort of like, oh, don't get me, but also kind of get me. <laughs> They, I feel like, I feel like they're really fucked up in, in Village. Like, yeah. Lady D should have been, like, the big bad yeah. instead of just, like, like, I mean, I'm going to say spoilers here, but it's been out forever, so, you know, whatever. Um, but she was, like, small-time baby fry boss. Like, mm. how is that even possible? Like, the internet loved Lady D. They yeah. knew it. They played up to it on the Twitter by giving her shoe size, you know. <laughs> Take the time to to really, like, make this a pinnacle point in your fucking game, you dickheads. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All the step on me, mummy memes. It was so good. Oh. Uh, I, I think yeah. the, the thing with that was I, I think they didn't know what they had on their hands until they put out the, the their first look at Lady D. And yep. by then, I think it would have already been too late. Because I think late. it was only like, yeah. what, six months to maybe even a year we knew about Resident Evil Village before it came out. Like, so, mm. I don't know, maybe we'll see in Resident Evil 4 Remake, they're going to make a lot more of the zombies fuckable. <laughs> I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> Look, I'm all, right. all for that. I'm, I'm all for <laughs> that in, in our games. You, you yeah. subscribe to uh, uh, Tina from from Bob's Burgers train of train of thought, Lockie. Uh, I thought you were yeah. I thought you were making a joke about tiny Tinas, and I'm like, no, that's the one where I'm. I don't yeah. want that. Please, please, no. <laughs> no, no, that's fine as it is. <laughs> oh dear, but yeah, that's it for the news this week. Yeah, it wasn't a crazy, crazy week of news. We had a, had a bit of a calm one, but it's good because. Oh, we've got some good stuff to get into in impressions because the games have been coming out. And speaking of games coming out, these are the games coming up in the next week. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen is coming to all platforms except for Google Stadia. (laughs) This Now, this not coming to Google Stadia, I think, is actually kind of important because until... Like, in the last six months, the only stuff that has been coming to Google Stadia has been expansions for Destiny. (laughs) So now even Bungie's given up on Google Stadia. Looks like Google's given up on Google Stadia. Finally, (laughs) it's finally dead. Yeah. Monarch comes to PS5, PS4, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Soul Crestor coming to PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Martha is dead. Coming to all platforms except for Nintendo Switch. Atelier Sophie 2, The Alchemist of the Mysterious Dream. If that's not an JRPG, then I will eat my foot. Yeah. Elden the Ring. Atelier games are good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Elden Ring <laughs> is coming to all platforms except for Nintendo Switch. And Grid Legends is coming to all platforms. Except for Nintendo Switch. God, Nintendo Switch had a very quiet week. Only had a couple of things. Well, you know. Ah, oh, you know, they had a good 
that that good launch and things to expect and you know they can't handle all the all the shit that's being released on other consoles so. <laughs> oh absolutely mrs lalante any of those yeah. titles there at all stand out to you Really? Like, no. the Atelier game's good, but I won't get it because I've played enough Atelier games in my lifetime. <laughs> Atelier yeah. games are like Pokemon games in, like, the JRPG realm for um, girls oh, and women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Atelier. I mean, Did guys I say might... Atelier? I don't know what I <laughs> That's all right. It's, yeah, Atelier. Um, dudes can play it too. No, no judgment. Um, <laughs> But they're, they're very, very cute. It's like Fliff Lucky. <laughs> it's very, very <laughs> cute. JRPG. Yeah. You're like this cute little alchemy girl and you've got like, you know, first world problems to to solve. So <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucky, I imagine for you, Elden Ring is, is what gets your ring going. I, look, I'm... I'm... I'll pick it up, but I I reckon there's going to be problems. Like I'm really bracing myself on this one. I think we might yeah. have a bit of a. It won't be as bad as Cyberpunk, but I reckon we might get a few bugs on launch. Wow. Okay. Hot take from Lockie. Well, yeah. There's just too much hype behind this game, so mm. immediately I by default I have to go. Oh, you know, big open world, very expensive, very ambitious compared to what they normally go for. Mm. Yeah, there'll be problems. Okay. So we'll see. Oh, Lockie coming in with his classic cynicism here. Lockie, uh, yeah. I, yeah. normally I, I'd, I'd... It is my trademark move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, no, yeah. normally I'd, I'd probably agree with you, but th- there's been... I know a lot of people have had their hands on this one. There's been lots of previews for it. A lot of people have played it before it came out, and even like months back as well too. So uh, I don't know. And and they from software seem to release their games in a fairly decent state. Um, look, I hope we don't have a, a CDPR situation here. It's not going to be oh, one well, of those where they manage yeah. to ruin their reputation all within a, a span Completely. of a few days. But I don't know. Already, they've from indicators I've seen, I don't they, think that's going to be the case because people are already playing their review copies of Elden Ring as we. Yeah, speak. they're playing. They're playing it, Zach. But let's not forget. Let's not forget that this is a George R. R. Martin game, <laughs> and it'll be good at the beginning. We know what? that what? it'll be wow. very. It'll have a strong start at the beginning, and that's when all the people do their reviews. Because who has fucking time to play a forty-hour game in the first week on release, <laughs> um, and then lodge a review? So mm. yeah, we're getting positive reviews now, Zach. But when you actually get into it and you've invested into the game, are we going to have another season eight on our hands? Mm. And the answer is absolutely. Okay. okay. Because that's all George Martin knows. Okay. Can't finish things. I guess. Uh, look, I I disagree with we you. We were told to we... expect. We were told to expect George R. R. Martin quality on the outset of this game. So I'm only <laughs> expecting what he's put. I'm only expecting what the brand has 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 established Delivered, for itself. Yeah. It'll have a strong start, awful ending. Okay, strong start, awful ending. Probably a ton of incest. All right. <laughs> it's gonna be a we weird might... game. <laughs> We might. <laughs> anyway, look, <laughs> we might get that singer, that singer that everyone hates. What? I don't know what reference you're what? making. Oh, what's his name? He's the redhead. I, oh, he gets an unfair yeah, amount a, of hate. There's an Ed Sheeran he, he cameo a, in the middle of Elden that's Ring. That's it, Ed Sheeran. We might get it. We might get an Ed Sheeran presence. <laughs> I don't understand all the hate for Ed Sheeran. 
he was fine. Because it was one of the most <laughs> he, cringe he sang. cameos he just, ever. He fucking sang for like 10, uh, 10 seconds and then it was done. Like it was... Yeah, but then, yeah, but then, uh, what's the name? Aria goes to him. Oh, I haven't heard that song before, and he goes, "It's a new one." It was like a weird meta joke. It was terrible. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> look, we have some great stuff to get into. Yeah, but then it hard cut to that fucking Terminator scene where Aria was getting chased through the streets in Bravos by the Termin- Lady Terminator. Like, you know, come on, like, <laughs> you know, like they'd already they'd already hit their lowest point. So that that to me was like, oh, okay, Ed Sheeran. I'm Golden Ring. Isn't going to be the lowest point. And I know that our next segment won't be because we're going to get into impressions. Let's take a quick break and then we'll jump back on into it. Mrs. Lalante, you are our guest and we're going to be talking about something that is not shit. (laughs) That's a reference to something that... I don't know, I'll probably, I'll probably put it in as an outtake at the end of the episode <laughs> for anyone who listens to those. Mrs. It's L, story, yeah. what have you been playing this week, my friend? Well, this week we're doubly lucky because not only did we get a PlayStation 5 finally, uh, <gasps> but we got uh, Horizon Zero West. Forbidden West. (laughs) Zero Zero West. I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) Horizon Billy West. (laughs) Holy shit, it's beautiful. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Is it not a bloody good-looking game? I've I've picked up Horizon Forbidden West as well. So, yeah, Yeah. we're going to double-team these impressions. Oh, man. Nice. (laughs) how, How far into it are you, Mrs. L, to start with? Okay, well... Forgive me, because I'm an absolute dum-dum and don't know how to play Station 5. Um, I accidentally logged, like, because it's brand new. I created the account, but I accidentally went as a guest. So I played, like, two to three hours, <laughs> and then I had to I had to go do something. So I've let it go into rest mode, and it deleted off the data! <laughs> I was like, fucking shit, what? That isn't... That is insane because, like, when as soon as you said guest mode, immediately I'm like, yeah, it's not going to save shit. But I thought at the very least, if you put it in rest mode, you'll be able to just pick it up and play from where you no. were. As soon as oh it goes my... into rest mode, it deletes everything. So, oh my God. Um, so I'm not very far. <laughs> um, I, I, I've seen the snaky snakes and that's about it. No, actually, oh, okay. I got to the first town. I got to the first town. Um, so I'm out of tutorial land. But let me just say, even though I had to experience that twice, <laughs> it was it was still great. And mm. he- like I, I think I got like some extra practice in how to handle everything. Because not mm. only I'm using a brand new controller, and you can tell me the way that they use the PS5 controller is just fucking brilliant. Like. Mm. The the haptics are amazing, and mm. the mm. pressure on the R triggers on the the triggers. Yeah, the triggers are so good. Hey, 
I thought I broke the fucking controller because you've got to stick. <laughs> yeah. You've got to <laughs> stick too. the staff into the door and wedge it yeah. open, and it was so stiff. And I'm like, oh no, the controller is broken. Ooh. And like, I made Aloy <laughs> step back, and then I yeah. tried to press it again, and it was fine. And I'm like, hang on a second. And then I've gone back up and done the door, and you know, you have to put lots of pressure on it, yeah. like you're actually pulling. Like, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, uh, that's the thing. They go on about haptic feedback. Those triggers are, are their, their big mm. thing, honestly. Mm. Like, that's it's such a game changer and nothing nothing put out by any of the other companies has anything close to that experience. Mm. Yeah. So, definitely, that's an awesome one. Yeah. yeah, and DualSense is definitely the best controller and no one e- could ever say otherwise, that is for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'll disagree. Look, I think their features that they've added on are, are definitely um, at the at the front of the herd, but yeah. the actual placement of the, of the toggles, um, <laughs> left and right side, yeah. toggle placement is king with um, Xbox, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't even play Xbox games, and, and I just, whenever I... At, on occasion, in very rare occasions, once a year, have an Xbox controller in my in, in my hands. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is clearly the best one. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing again. I just can't help but laugh when you say toggles. I get it's an Adelaide thing. I guess I'm racist. Yeah, don't don't Adelaide, laugh at my don't, don't laugh at my people. That's that's <laughs> like racist. Or what something. are they not? Right. they're not toggles. <laughs> yeah, they're toggles. Oh, you call them toggles as well, Mrs. L. What do you call them? The 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 controller uh, like nips? joysticks or like yeah like, <laughs> or analog sticks nice. or yeah. just sticks or like yeah okay. um, yeah definitely not toggles <laughs> that's for sure like a toggle is something that you turn on and off like toggling is to turn something from one setting to another whereas these are used to move around welcome to the english language zach yeah. a word can have <laughs> fucking a thousand different meanings you're right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> I, I should just mention, I'm sure most people listening would already know, but Horizon is a series where you play as Aloy in a post-apocalyptic world that is full of robotic dinosaurs and animals, and mm-hmm. it's open world and amazing. So basically, uh, I, I had a bit of a tumultuous experience when I first started playing Horizon Forbidden <laughs> West as well, too. Okay. Uh, and this was also due All to right. my own fuck up so basically i decided i'm gonna be a frugal gamer i'm gonna try and be a cheap gamer and i'm going to buy the ps4 version of horizon forbidden west Mm. and then get the upgrade to the ps5 save myself a cheeky ten dollars there I did not consider that the download size would be 98 gigabytes and my internet is not the greatest. Luckily, I had stuff to do during the day while that was loading up, but it's, it took about eight hours to download or no, it was a bit less than that. About six hours to download Horizon Forbidden West. I didn't get to finally jump into it until like three o'clock in the afternoon, but oh dear. You took the day off of that too. (sighs) Oh dear though. Can't you download the game earlier than it's launched, though? Sorry? It's called a preload. Yeah, but because you have to have the physical version to download the PS5 Ah. digital version with the upgrade. Otherwise, I would have had to just Ah, buy the PS5 digital version, if that makes sense. There you go. See, I I don't keep track of those things because I predominantly play PC. So, was it it worth the $10 saving? Oh, I, it yeah, definitely was wasn't. It? I really wish I just paid the ten dollars. Now I just got a few extra hours out of it, and particularly and because your landlord uh, and your landlord like gives you a call and he's like, "Hey, 
Hey, hey, I, I just got all of these extra fees from my internet plan. What's going on? <laughs> we got unlimited, baby! I don't know if it would probably get slower eventually, but... Anyway, like my my experience so far, I'm 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 loving it so far. It's abso- mm-hmm. as you said, it's absolutely stunning, and the gameplay feels absolutely amazing. And adaptive triggers yeah. were made for this. Like yep. any game where you have a bow and arrow, it, that's what adaptive triggers are for. Mm-hmm. And I like what they've done with it. Where rather than in, in, in going for like a, a like a ton of tension on the trigger it feels like more they've given it like this kind of there'll, there'll be tension obviously as you pull the drawstring the, the bowstring back mm. uh but yep. when you release it it'll have this sort of little vibration as if the string is yep. vibrating <laughs> and it like feels it's wobbling yeah so fucking cool like it, it, it is cool. really really cool um and with mm. the haptic they they made it so when you scan basically uh, the controller will vibrate from the inside to out, so you can sort mm-hmm. of feel the the wave as the sense goes across the area. It it, it is it, it is really cool. First party Sony games are the only games where they seem to implement good stuff with haptic feedback and adaptive mm. triggers. And yeah, adaptive triggers. It's it's one of those. It, it may be a bit of a gimmick, but it's one of those ones that actually does have a, a an effect on how yeah. you play games like but particularly like Returnal yeah. and Ratchet and Clank where there's actual different firing settings from using those triggers depending on how far you press them in but yeah that feeling of using a bow oh it, it is so good it's it is, it is really really cool I didn't uh, know I thought... needed it <laughs> until I got it yeah. and then I'm like oh wow yeah. this is amazing <laughs> yeah it, it is it is so yeah. cool what, what have you thought of the narrative and the writing so far I, I know you're early in but... yeah so um Ellie, my wife Elizabeth was saying uh, she was reading. Shout out up to some... Ellie, we love you, Ellie. <laughs> she was saying she was reading up um, like top ten tips uh, for people starting with Horizon, um, and one of them is don't have anything uh, valuable or dangerous nearby because every time Silas talks, you're gonna want to throw something at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and I I cannot agree more like oh god I'm so pissed off with that dude and I can't believe he's in this game um that's not a spoiler because it's in the it, like it's in the beginning he narrates yeah, the intro I kind of like there's there's parts of it it's like but we're we're already the savior and we already uh you know are like the hero of the realm where is all my stuff where is all my equipment where's my armor why do i have no skills anymore and they kind of hand wave it a little bit and saying you know in 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 a logical way Mm. um and i guess amnesia (laughs) oh i had trouble (laughs) she just gets hit by a rock (laughs) at the beginning of the game and she's got amnesia and she's robbed it's been six months it's even (laughs) less significant than Uh, that it's basically like oh i noticed you've been traveling lighter that's it yeah (laughs) i ran into trouble (laughs) (laughs) um so like it would have been really cool if they were able to take save data from horizon zero dawn and transfer the character development and such into Forbidden mm. West, but maybe that wasn't possible because I know some games do do that. Like yeah. they have some carryover. Um, yeah. yeah. But as it's uh, it's been quite a while since the first one, I understand why they need to have you start from the basics and you have your mm. tutorials. Um, so in in that regard. 
you know, it's a bit dodgy, but they make it work. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't know about you, but I found for me, it, it was definitely a bit of a slow start. And yeah. I could sort of feel them following basically the exact same formula as the start of Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. funnily enough, as well, too. Yeah. Because um, in Horizon Zero Dawn, you're, you're an outcast. Um, but you managed to get invited to a proving, which is like this big ceremony thing. And that's when shit goes awry and you mm. enter the sort of dangerous beyond area. In this one, Spoilers. there's there's some kind of event called an embassy and you're waiting for that to happen. Mm. And that's when shit goes down before mm-hmm. you can head into the Forbidden West area. Yep. And there's definitely a bit of um, a Simpsons reference for everyone. There's a bit of, definitely a bit of a, when are we getting to the fireworks factory thing <laughs> here going on? Because constantly hmm. when you're in the first area, everyone's like, oh yeah, in the Forbidden West there's this, in the Forbidden West there's that. And it's like, okay, <laughs> Yeah, Show they're like the forbidden yeah. West. they're like stick with us, stick with us. This is a prologue area. Yeah, don't worry, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you're like, hi, I'm the savior. Ha! Huh? Can you go get me a metal plate so I can cook things? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I <Yeah>. guess. <laughs> can I ask you guys? Is it satisfying playing someone that's already establishing themselves as basically being Jesus? Like, <laughs> is that compelling storytelling that they've already? They're like, oh, I'm, I'm the coolest. But the thing with Aloy, uh, and I love this about Aloy, and you know, we don't tend to get to play this kind of character in real life is that mm. she is humble to the point where like it's it's not a, a false you know humility she's just like mm. oh can you please stop calling me that like like eye rolls but she just also doesn't take shit mm. from anybody like she's talking mm. to like this high sun priest and she's just like okay, it's now your turn to be quiet. <laughs> and then he starts, like, holding something, and he's like, she's like, uh, shh. <laughs> uh, that's good. Him and his bloody scrolls. I, yeah, yeah, and, she's just like, shh, quiet. <laughs> and and that's, that's one of the things that I, I, I thought was a massive improvement over the first Horizon. In, in the first Horizon, I liked Aloy, but I did find her character to just be a little bit bland. Like, she was kind of almost too perfect, Mm. And just like she succeeded at everything and was always right about everything. Whereas it seems like they're just, I don't know, they're giving her a, a bit more depth in this one. Like mm. she, they sort of, um, and it all makes sense in the universe of the world. As I mentioned before, she was an outcast in her initial society. So she will reference that uh, based, based on decisions that she's made. So basically she just, after finishing the first game when she's the savior of everybody, she just fucked off. Yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> Where you go? Where you go? We like you. We want to have a big party for you. And she's like, no, nah, you know, I'm an outcast and I got shit to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I found that very interesting. Like she was always very driven in the first game, but her, her focus in this one is just absolutely ridiculous. And I, and I find uh, the writing and the dialogue uh, to be a lot better. And also they've decided to do a lot more uh, motion capture as well too. Yeah. All the conversations are oh, far yeah, more motion. cinematic and like there was a bit of in Horizon Zero Dawn the whole, you know, mouth flapping thing. Yep, the flapping so, Yeah, flappy. yeah, it's like it's like sock puppets. Yeah, it's, certain it's side crazy. quests you do. Whereas in this they've you can I, tell they've I don't want to be that critical of it because like that was the first of its own version and that was old gen. So it was yeah. good for its time. But like yeah, you I was playing it 
recently and it's just a lot of the dialogue for side characters and things Neat flapping. were really, really <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah, they're... They're just like they're like Muppets, and it's just like oh. But even the side characters, such a contrast in, in this one. They've definitely bothered to go and, and motion cap them because you'll get little subtleties in the movements and how and mm-hmm. how they're moving around, and it really brings a lot more character to all the yeah. side characters. They feel they're a lot more interesting, and I want to know a lot more about their story. So mm. yeah, God, the even, narrative so far, even body language, like mm. like. I'm using body language now, but you can't see that, uh, listeners. <laughs> but the the even the side characters they have body language and they use mm. their hands to gesture things, um, mm-hmm. which you know uh, the whole Skyrim issue where you, you zoom up on their face and they're just talking <laughs> with like mm. with no <laughs> facial expression except for like maybe some eyebrows, um, but they're the people are animated and alive and mm. it's it's quite it's it's not quite uncanny valley which is good and i don't know how they've been able to differentiate between that maybe mm. it's because of all the outlandish um outfits and such um mm. but it's still animated in a sense without looking too human if that makes sense yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree with you. Like, you know, you'll look at some characters and you can see the fucking pores on their nose. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it's it's really cool. But yet, yeah, it doesn't it it, yeah, it doesn't have crazy. that weird uncanniness to it. I totally agree. Yeah, they've done mm. such a good job there. And and as far as the writing and the narrative goes, it's as we were saying. Yeah, it all goes into the side quests as well too. The side quests so far have been so much more interesting than the side quests <laughs> in Horizon Zero Dawn. It's 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 honestly like The Witcher 3 levels mm-hmm. where you'll start a side quest and it will take you to places that you do not expect. It's it's really, really cool. There's so much there to sink your teeth into. I, I, I kind of tried to sort of rush a little bit to get the story moving forward mm-hmm. a bit because there was so many different side quests, just even in that initial area that you go to. Oh, so bloody cool. So bloody cool. And Zach can't forget swimming yeah yeah how speaking about water levels before but oh i'm loving the water level here (laughs) like i i didn't even think about it because i saw Mm. my my focus picked up something underwater like a chest and i was like oh i'll go over here and then i i figured out how to dive and go in and i'm like holy shit it is Mm. fucking beautiful under here and mm. the swimming animations and, like, even the wildlife. Like, there's fishes and, like, there's so much wildlife oh. in this, too. Like, there's butterflies fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. They've, 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 you can see this sort of little bit of uh, influences from Ghost of Tsushima there where you'll just yeah. see a lot more particles around the environment, yeah. a lot more, yeah, things like butterflies and stuff. Everything's breathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The environment's so actually alive. Um, oh. Even the blight... Um, has particle effects coming off it as you go through it, like spores and such. So, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, which we, we should mention. So the blight is a thing that's taking over the Forbidden West and all of the world, and basically that's what Aloy is trying to destroy. Oh, dear. Um, have you found the combat so far? Uh, difficult. <laughs> <laughs> what, what difficulty are you playing on? I'm just playing on normal. Um, yeah. So... I think it's more, I haven't played a console game in a very long time, so aiming mm. with 
the toggles, nozzles, nips, whatever you want to call them, <laughs> is is quite alien to a keyboard and mouse user. Um, and I find I'm finding I'm very clumsy with all of the controls because they they have a lot of weapons and skill wheels and things to pick up. So I'm mm. I'm still feeling like a you know a newborn giraffe when it comes mm. to trying to figure it all out. Um, but like in terms of responsiveness, uh, I'm finding it's like. You know, if you want to roll somewhere, you're rolling somewhere. It's great. Mm. Um, keep accidentally jumping around the place instead of crouching. That's not so great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I do like the new focus and the highlighting of all the different areas and the mm. ability to, like, shoot off all different things. So... Mm. Yeah, which yeah. which you could do in Horizon Zero Dawn, but now they've just gone even further with yeah. that. With once you tag them, you can literally cycle through all the different weak points to see what yeah. they would do, rather than having to actually focus on the individual parts. Yeah, which I yeah found, yeah found very interesting. And yeah, fighting fighting the robots hasn't changed. It's still an absolute joy. It, it's so <laughs> good. Every every battle by the end of it, I'm like, oh, that was just. It's just so much fun. The animations for the the robotic animals and dinosaurs that you're fighting are just so lush. They look fantastic. <laughs> it's like the sort of monster hunter levels. You know what I mean? It's, it oh. does feel very monster hunter. Mm-hmm. Incredibly oh, it, monster hunter. Even more so in this in in the sequel here too, because mm-hmm. now. Uh, they've brought in a new thing where you can eat meals, which will have an effect on Aloy as well, too. Yeah. So you can go eat a meal and it might give you a health boost for 30 minutes or yeah. an attack boost. Or like it might give it the run because <laughs> yeah, it was really rich. Sp- that's called the speed boost. <laughs> she's got to find somewhere to go. <laughs> yeah, or well, she's got undiagnosed celiac disease and you realise it that like all the bread products, she's she can't do bread. <laughs> don't, don't give her bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I like you. Though, All right, I know. Saying... I got a question for you guys because I'm playing through the original now on on PC, and God, that game's gorgeous on on you know on um you know a, a proper proper 4K, good FPS and everything. Mm. Max out graphics is so fucking good. Um, pending all sort of the older generation issues with the animations and the bobbing heads and stuff, but um, should I move on to? this game or should i stick it stick through it and just get through all of this do you know the story do you know how it ends i don't know how it ends but i can assume i can make a few connections knowing that the story continues and that she's a savior um i i think i see generally where this is heading also her name is alloy her name's Al- i know i know i know the game calls her aloy but like it's meant to be like oh it's alloy right cuz she's like a metal she's part Nah, yeah, oh, you I have no idea where it's going else. at all, Lockie. So, yeah, no, definitely I'm play assuming, Horizon Zero I'm assuming where this is going. Yeah, all right. Yeah. If you're enjoying it, too. Yeah, in the final cutscenes, like, I remember Ellie and I just, like, after after the, the cinematic that will happen, we just were, like, sitting there just going, yeah. oh, my God. Oh, mm. my God. What? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. we're just backwards and forwards just going, wow, what? <laughs> yeah. So, There's definitely some big revelations there yeah. that we, okay. we want right. to spoil here. So definitely, yeah, especially if you're having okay. fun with it, it still holds up. Definitely play through it. But you you will 
there, there's definitely improvements they make with Horizon mm-hmm. Forbidden West that I think if you played through Horizon Forbidden West, it might make it a little bit harder to go back to Zero Dawn. Uh, but I, I wouldn't yeah. skip Zero Dawn. No way. It's it's bloody fantastic, particularly narrative wise as well too. You want to you want to get yeah. that continuation. Unless um, I really enjoyed. Sorry. Sorry, I was gonna say unless you're super keen, then just watch somebody like just watch the final bits. Like watch a spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a smart way to go through it. It's like yeah, just get into the cinematics, watch a let's play or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really enjoying it at the moment, so I don't want to. Like I, I want to get through this, but also it's just like. I know this is going to be like a whole 80 hour thing. <laughs> yeah, it's about 50 hours I think Zero Dawn if you if that's if you do all Yeah, the but then I got to move on to the next one. It's it's gonna it's just going to be fucking yeah. nothing but but Horizon for the next yeah. couple of weeks if I take this on. Oh yeah. god, sounds gr- sounds great to me. It's all- <laughs> I know it's the worst com- I know first world gamer problems like it's <laughs> the best complaint to have. Oh, I have all these amazing titles that I I can choose from that I have to get through. How can I ever choose? Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, that's actually my worst nightmare. I get crippled if there's too much freedom. Choice, yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I, I've been loving the sound design and the music as well. Oh. Uh, the music's fantastic. It's it's yeah. really nice. Uh, and the sound design on those robots. Yeah. I love hiding in the grass and just hearing all the different clicking noises that they make and all the robotic sounds. Yeah. It, it sounds like you can hear metal on metal scraping inside. The robots as they're moving yep. it, it is really really cool they've done an excellent job there with the sound design oh god wait till you get to a cauldron do the robots ever do Elf. the robots ever bone i haven't gotten that far into the game yet do they bone and biologically <laughs> <laughs> you so hearing the metal say, look. <laughs> um, yeah even the sounds coming out of the controller are just fucking amazing like mm. super attention to detail super super attention to detail mm. Oh, God, I'm having such a good time with, with Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. What else? Is, I, I think it's still a bit early to, to say a lot more, but yeah. have you got anything else to say on Horizon Forbidden West? Well, Michelle? you know what I love, and it might, I, I haven't actually checked this, but it could be the normal difficulty, but I love mm. the fact that if you collect too many things, it just goes to your stash. <laughs> like, yeah. the inventory management issue isn't there and i love yep. them for it because there is nothing more frustrating than having to stop what you're yeah. doing so you can go and empty your bag and then try and get back on on mm. track so like this yeah. this tiny teeny little quality of life update that they've given us which i'm sure some people whinge and bitch about has actually just increased enjoyment by miles <laughs> like yeah Oh, I couldn't agree more. It's always my pet peeve with pretty much any game that has like item weight limits mm. and and number lim- slot limits, and you need to get upgrades to increase your slot. It's just such a game breaking yeah. feature, and it's not fun. And it's just completely opposite to what any game should yeah. be striving for yeah. in that in that space. Yep. It's fucked. I'm right there with you, Mrs. L. It makes no sense at all in the game or the universe. Like, you know, she'll pick up an item and be like, oh, I'll send that to my stash. How? How are you doing that? And yeah. Who knows? But it's, <laughs> who cares? it's who so... Cares? <laughs> who cares? Because it's so worth it because it's such a... It's so much better to not have to worry about that. It is so much yeah. better. And just being able to, like, you know, go back to your stash and replenish all your medicine and yeah. stuff like that, It it is super, super helpful, but... Oh, look, there's, there's going to be so much more to say on Horizon Forbidden yeah. West in the coming weeks. Like, 
I feel like I've barely scratched the surface at, at 10 to 12 hours in. I've managed to get the glider, which isn't a isn't a spoiler. It's in all the trailers and all that stuff. We saw it in the mm-hmm. gameplay reveal and all that stuff. The glider's awesome. It's not tied to stamina. You can glide for as long as you like, nice. so long as you've got distance in the air to, to travel yeah. down. Oh, it is, it is so good. But it, they've definitely uh, the heavy focus on verticality, and they're, mm-hmm. they're focusing more on the parkour. I'm I'm digging. I'm I'm down for that. For sure. But there's no loading screens. Yeah, like yeah, it's like ridiculous. Yeah. I was just playing, and I was like, after like a few hours, I'm like, I haven't had to pause for like because I've been moving from set piece to set piece to set piece, and I'm just like, where's mm. the loading screen? Like this is seamless. This is amazing. Wow. Like how? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. You fast travel somewhere and it's like within two seconds, like you, you don't have time to read the hint. Apparently they increase the loading times to give people time to read the hint. It just <laughs> sounds crazy. Uh, wow. That's incredible. I think that's um that's where a really well-optimized game is using the full capability of solid-state drives. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the difference between a poorly optimized game and a well-optimized game because solid-state drives are so fast that they can insta-load 4K textures mm. immediately yeah. in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So you don't actually need those loading screens anymore if you do it if you design the game intelligently in a way that when yeah. it's off camera, mm. it's loading and popping in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, overall, I'm loving Horizon Forbidden West. And even though I'm only 10 to 12 hours in, if, if the stuff that we've said interests you, I'd say it's uh, 100% oh. one to pick up. Uh, I mean, the, the reviews have been amazing. Yeah. Not, you know, you, you come here to hear what we have to say about them, but the reviews have been really good. So I'm sure you're going to hear, hear me gushing about it in the coming weeks. That's for sure. Yeah, it's getting almost 10 out of 10 in most places. If, if mm. you know, 9.5s I've seen, I think the lowest I've seen is 8.5. Like, uh, and and Ellie got to do her draft pick before I did, <laughs> and got in there in Verizon Forbidden West. I think that was a very good get. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, do you have any sort of final overall thoughts on Horizon Forbidden West, Mrs. L? Uh, it's fucking amazing. It's probably going to be game of the year. I'm going to call it now. Like I oh, don't. Wow. I don't think I, I have a feeling, Lockie, you might be correct in maybe Elden Ring isn't going to live up a hundred percent to the hype. Um, okay. Horizon Forbidden West has been hyped um, a lot, and I think it's delivered. But yeah, I think I'm calling it now game yeah. of the year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. God, I feel like it'll end up being my game of the year. I guess it remains to be seen. I uh, just want to say quickly on, on Elden Ring, Lockie didn't say it's not going to 100% live up to the hype. He said it was going to be a CD Projekt Red level disaster. <laughs> okay, so no, there's, I, there's no, a two I didn't. very different no, things. No, I didn't. You are, you are, you are misquoting me. Um, <laughs> All right, well, Miss Lelante has the right of it. <laughs> everyone listening Go there, back. Listening I, didn't say, I didn't say it was going to be that. I... I alluded to that <laughs> as an example, and in fact, you were actually the one that brought up City Project Red first. Okay, yeah, but you were referenced anyway. Okay, Lockie, I hope the game that you're going to talk about this week is not going to be a CDPR level disaster. Uh-oh. What have you been playing this week, brother? Woo! I'm playing Total Warhammer Three. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry that we left it so late to talk Warhammer about this. 3. We're going to have to be quiet. That's all right. I don't have much to say oh. about this game. Oh, okay. So that's great. Oh shit. Yeah, to be okay. So to be honest, um, I was really hyped for this game. I thought it was going to be 
really fantastic and it's still very well could be so i'm only early days into this game i've sunk about four hours into it so far um and i will guide you through my initial experiences so straight off the bat i was trying to play on of course i'm trying to play everything on fucking 4k yeah so i'm pushing it to i'm pushing my laptop to its absolute (laughs) limits and when i boot it up the first time round, when i boot it up the first time round, it's it's fucking it can't even get up to 30 frames per second and so i'm thinking to myself okay this is an absolute fucking disaster oh dear um so i gave up on it so i gave up on it for a bit because Baldur's gate 3 just got a new patch (laughs) and it's got barbarians in it it's yeah and they've been hyping this one so Baldur's gate 3 it's getting it's inching ever so close to an actual formal launch um but it's got enough content in there that i'm playing that game again my god that game looks so fucking good so well optimized um can you can you sex the mind players yet Oh, you, I don't know. I haven't gone that far in there. It's it's great. <laughs> I, I'm still fucking around with the druids at the camp again, like I did last time, because I've forgotten everything, and it's just so much fun. Um, I'm I'm trying to work out how I can steal that fucking idol. <laughs> I, th- I think they mentioned this week too that this is the final year of development on Baldur's Gate Three as well too. So we should they see did. a full game. Yeah, thing, they. Yeah. Well, they did also say that it's not going to release uh, until 2023. Yeah. So there I'm confused. Yeah, they. Well, I think they. I th- I think yeah, the formal release is going to be next year yep. um but they they're inching ever closer like they've included they've included all of these new maps and content to to absorb they've almost got a fully fleshed out class system now so you know they've included all my favorites which is barbarian druid ranger so i'm happy um so i'm playing <laughs> through it and also they fixed up that um that that what was her name what's her face she's the she's the cleric the dark elf cleric and she's kind of a she's oh, a yeah. real bitch to you iron heart or something that's it something like that heart yeah. shadow heart edge lord heart something she <laughs> she is that's her name yeah. to begin with um <laughs> that character you can even tell in in the initial artwork that they still have on the loading screens they just have changed that character so much visually and and personality wise so they've they made her a lot more sympathetic and she's actually not a total fucking bitch to you straight off the bat anymore so yeah no she's actually she's actually a decent person and so she's a lot more likable now like she's still got that yeah. she's still got you know a bit of that boss bitch energy but that's great and i don't want them to touch that mm. but she's just not constantly at your fucking throat on everything like she was yeah. in the first couple of patches i mean yeah. In D and D, you actually have to like each other. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> be a group. Exactly, because as a party, you have to actually, you know, want to want to be with these people. And with her in the initial yeah. ones, it's like, why are you even with us? Like, you clearly don't like us at all. Just do your yeah. own thing. Like, go off and go off and do your sharp shit. Uh, like, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't have time for this. I don't have time for your crap. I got a fucking tadpole in my brain. So yeah, that can- <laughs> so Bowder's Gate. Um, again, my review remains is that it's a fucking incredible <laughs> game, and there's a lot, whole lot of content yeah. out there to to enjoy now that's been released. If you've held off for a couple of patches, um, I'm enjoying the absolute crap out of that. Now going back to Total Warhammer Three. Oh, after right. I, <laughs> I know my my Total Warhammer Three turned into a Bowder's Gate Three review so quickly <laughs> yeah well it's a better ge- it's you know hands down it's a better game um so at this point in time 
after I got my drivers updated with NVIDIA, um, I was able to get to a playable, um, you know, a playable stable 40 frames per second on 4K. So that's playable. That's all right. I can live with that. Whatever. I'll cope. But there are problems with this game, unfortunately. And from someone, someone fresh to the franchise will probably look at this game and say, this is a really great, well-polished game. It's got an amazing... Uh, tutorial system it really explains and handholds everything so i can understand it but for someone that has been thrown into the deep end with one and two and has had to fucking figure it out as they've gone along it's extremely condescending (laughs) to get this um you know fucking a decade after the initial game is released five years after total warhammer 2 is released it's like i get it i don't need this it's i don't so it, it's a difficult game to review. I hate hand-holding. Yeah, it's a difficult game to review. It's, uh, well, it looks really nice, but... God, how do I describe this? The I don't like the overmap. I think the um, when you get to the, the Chaos Realms, they're incredible, and I love the Chaos Demons. I love, you know, I love the Halls of Slash and how they're these disgusting sex, sex fiends that are... Um, you know, hide into the to the nth degree, so they're really slimy and slippery and moist. You probably want to be um, slimy, and they're always doing slippery these... and moist if you're a sex pest. You know, like it makes sense. Oh, it's amazing, and Nurgle <laughs> is disgusting, and and the god of de- disease and pestilence. So his creatures are just reveling in 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 foulness. It's just oozing and and wonderful. Mm-hmm. So on that, their design of their chaos realms are absolutely top notch. Ten out of ten, love it. But the thing is, the main campaign. If you play through the normal human campaign, I'm playing with Kislev at the moment, and it's boring as batshit so far. Oh. They've just stuck me in the most boring sandbox. I'm playing on hard. And I'm playing the main campaign, and it's just so boring. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. For someone coming from Total Warhammer 2 to Total Warhammer 3, it feels like they've taken a step back in a lot of areas. So um, in-game battles, the in-game battles um, graphics are hands down nicer. Um, not hugely different, but they are nicer and, and more uh, better optimized, so you can get higher frames without your computer melting, so, which is um, a huge step. So really quickly, Lockie, we've mentioned the- before on the show that it feels like strategy games haven't really come very far in the last 10 years as far as visuals w- w- yeah. w- are concerned. Would you say this shirts yeah. that that happening, or, or, or is this another one that uh, really hasn't been a massive improvement? Oh no! It depends what well, it depends what you mean. I mean, fucking play Baldur's Gate three. If you zoom in, like mm. you, if you zoom <laughs> into the to the highest level detail, zoom in, the game is just as detailed and rich and fleshed out as mm. as um it is from the top down view. So the textures in that game are fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, this game, this game. It, Total Warhammer is is a game of bloat, so it's very expansive in its design. It's working off an older engine as well, so it's not a very current engine. So no, mm. it's not. Uh, it's not that next gen level um, po- uh, polish. It's basically they're trying to squeeze ev- every last drop out of a, out of a game engine that's been around for about a decade at this point. So. Okay. Um, yeah, this is not the this is not the second coming by by any means. And to be honest, they've made sacrifices in certain graphical fidelity, at least in the overview maps. So the first thing that really stuck out to me, and it's exactly like Pokemon, it's the fucking trees. Why why can't I get away from tree problems in my games? <laughs> I I'm I'm losing it. It's always about the trees. It's always been about the trees. It's always going to be about the trees. Apparently, <laughs> they just can't 
get trees right. So trees are a big step back from um, Total Warhammer 2. They're no longer, you know, proper 3D objects. They're like a, a they're just a cross. They're, they're one line down. <laughs> the trees in the overmap are just one line down, one line across. So it is 3D. It's two, it's two 2D images overlaid over each other. So one's horizontal, one's oh. vertical. And, and, oh and it looks really bad. Wait, does that mean so, um, like, as you rotate the camera around it, it will look kind of exactly the same because it's a 2D image? Pretty much. Oh. What it does is that it, it, because it's a 2D image, it follows your camera, so it tries to trick you into thinking it's a 3D image, but it's just 2D images that move up with your camera. Oh. And it doesn't look good. Yeah. It's very cartoony, and I don't know why they went in that direction, because Total Warhammer <laughs> 2 was, um, was so detailed and lush. Um Whereas this one, it it's more polished terrain-wise, which is great, great look. But those things that fill the terrain are very 2D, cartoony, not quite finished, or maybe they did they downscaled, you know, really high processing power 3D versions of it so they can jam more into the overworld map. But I'm not happy with the trade-off. I, I was really disappointed with that. Yeah. And when you're staring at this thing for hours on end, it's just extremely. Yeah, I don't like the cartoony. Yes, the trees. Yeah, and 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 this and the issue persists. So when you get into your battle, your very first battle, and and this was the same on every graphic. I changed the tree settings from from highest lowest <laughs> to see if there was any difference. But there's an issue going on at the moment, and I'm sure they'll fix it in in a patch really quick. Um, but the trees, all of the leaves and branches on the trees disappear when you get close to that area. So you're just seeing spikes. Um, spikes on the overmap for trees that are close to you. And the trees that are far away, you're seeing in detail fleshed out. So it's they've gotten their tree draw distance in reverse. Yeah! So it's downscaling the trees that you're meant to see as lush and detailed and is showing the trees far away. It's probably loaded in. Yeah. It's it's like so Bella funny. Wonderworld, um, reverse draw distance. It's yeah, wow. it's reverse draw distance. It's so fucking funny. And I I'm just I'm just laughing every time I go into battle at the moment because it's so. How did they fuck that up on launch? Because it's just such an obvious um, issue. You know what I'm wondering anyway. there though, if, if if that was an intentional yeah. design choice, because like, that way no. you can see. <laughs> no. Well, like the, the, no, the, the Zach, it looks would awful. I okay, your characters so... if you were trying to. No, no. All right, so I did a video <laughs> of this, and and Zach's gonna post it on Twitter because I don't like Twitter. So for our listeners, check this check this shit out because it's so fucking funny. Um, because the game is really nice looking, and then when you have like this, these spikes that are graphically fucked, it's just so. It's just it ruins the experience completely oh. for you. Uh, um, yeah. So it's got problems. The game's got a few bugs on launch. It's not absolutely game breaking like it's been historically with Rome Total War Two, but there are issues there, and especially when you get into the um. So the over over map campaign, there's not too many issues from a graphics perspective. I think that's mostly there by design. A bit disappointing with the trees, but it is what it is. But when you get into the actual battle <laughs> itself, while there's not game breaking bugs, except for that tree, in my opinion, the tree spikes thing is pretty fucking bad, and I don't know how they missed that. Mm. There are problems with the AI that you immediately notice, and you can feel it Aww. coming from Total Warhammer Two. Yeah. You can feel there are character in your own clusters of your armies when they smash into other armies it's only the first couple of lines of people that are doing things if you zoom into it you've got about 80 percent of both unit cohorts that are just fucking standing there doing nothing 
It's um, okay. it's very strange, wow. very very strange, and I don't think that's what they intended. I think that's a bug. Um, so hopefully I see that fixed up later. So, yeah, and th- that's my general experience is that all of this shit is immediately there in the prologue, straight from the very beginning. Yeah. So I'm just wondering to myself, how did how did Creative Assembly not pick up on this in the immediate n- moments of the game? Mm. Um, so anyway. I I'm, I have a strong feeling that I'm going to be having foibles like this that I'm going to be picking up on throughout playing this game. I think it's going to be a, a rocky, a very rocky experience. I, to be honest, at this stage would not recommend picking up this game until they have a couple of patches to sort this shit out because oh, it's very, very disengaging. Wow. I, like, I've I've put it down so many times and gone straight back to Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> were you playing on Game Pass? No, no, I, I purchased it because... <gasps> um, just spend twelve dollars for Game Pass. <laughs> nah, nah. I've got Game Pass. That's the kicker. No, so you have to purchase it in order to get the um the pre order race, which uh, which look awesome. I haven't played them yet, but they're like um okay. they're they're the ogre race, and they look fucking great. Uh no, I purchased it because I have all the Total Warhammer content, and the great thing about Total Warhammer series is that um if you own all the games on Steam, um you get this campaign called Immortal Empires mode it hasn't released on this version of the game yet so i can't test it out so i'll be waiting on that for a while but essentially for one and two it it mashes the two campaign maps with all of its content and races into this single giant fucking overview map and it's basically a completely different game and it's fucking great so as soon as you get bored of your campaign version which number two was great i i still play that from time to time with different lords and stuff you can then get you get to play those lords and those gaming experiences on a completely different map completely different starting locations Mm. and it feels like a completely new experience so that's why i picked up number three because they will eventually get that in there but um really disappointed so far with the graphical decision to go into more of a cartoony over over map i don't know what they were thinking there okay but yeah um Mm. other people will look at it if they're new to the franchise this is definitely the game to pick up it's the nicest cleanest looking one the UI, oh, yeah. there's something else I need to mention before I move on. The UI is absolute dog shit compared to um, Total Warhammer 2. E- so they perfected the UI. Everything looked really clean, really nice. You have nice pictures. You know exactly what you need to do to upgrade your settlement, upgrade your hero and what have you, um, and and upgrade your skill tree. They they knew that they had a, a winning design there, but they knew they had to change it. It's or at least it feels like they had to change it enough for it to be a different game. So they've just taken these really nice color schemes of the old UI, and it still looks almost exactly the same. But they've done red on red color schemes, and so everything looks fucking awful mm. and really hard to see. Ew. Really hard to see. Very disappointing. Not very accessible. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just um. A lot of problems, okay. like a lot of problems. To be honest, at this point in time, I don't even want to play this game until they've had a chance to patch it. Yeah. I would rather play Total Warhammer 2 right now than play Total Warhammer 3. Mm. It's Yeah, even Steam's got like huge mixed reviews yeah. on it. So. Yeah, and, and that's the tricky part. So for people that are new to the series, they'll have a lot to love here because it's, uh, it's, well, I mean, once they patch in that tree fucking issue, but... Um, they'll have a lot to love. It's very streamlined. It's a good entry-level game into the series. But for anyone that's played 1 and 2 and we're waiting for that next leap, and we're talking about five years' development cycle, 
five years in between number two and number three. Mm. Disappoint. Yikes. Oh, far out. That sucks. Well, you know what? This episode wasn't a disappointment for me. I had so much bloody fun. But that's all the time we have left for today. I've got to head off to my mate's 30th today, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Ooh. Barefoot lawn bowls. Oh, yeah. Get to take my shoes off in public, and it's socially acceptable. Digging that. Mm-mm. I mean, he's not fucking that old. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's only 30. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Pop the brakes, though, so it's fun and quirky, you know. Yeah. Oh dear. Wow, you don't have to wear shoes, (laughs) Mrs. L. Thank you so much for joining us this. I need orthotics, so I wear orthotics. So like, I don't like barefoot (laughs) events. That's actually medically not good for me. Okay, fair. Well, I'll make sure not to invite you if I ever go do barefoot lawn bowls. But Mrs. L. I think that's very. I think that's very exclusionary to people with medical conditions. Yeah, so. I agree. I agree. If you've got foot fungus or something like that, who'd want to go to barefoot lawn bowls? Mrs. L, it is so nice to get <laughs> here. <laughs> foot fungus and Mrs. L are the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, apologies to everybody right now. Mrs. Hi. L, it's so good to get you on here. It was yeah. totally, totally worth the wait. I can't wait to get you back on the podcast once again. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> for all the peeps out there, where can they find all the awesome content that you create? Yeah, so uh, just to recap, if you Google Mrs. Lante, M-R-S-L-L-A-N-T-E, you'll find me at Checkpoint Gaming, you'll find me on the Inconsolables, you'll find me on Twitch and YouTube and Twitter. Yeah, and all that, all that <laughs> stuff will be in the description of the podcast down yeah. below. You can also hit up news to reviews on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Twitter's the best place to keep track of everything we are doing. Our Twitter handle is at news to reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. Mm-hmm. Lockie, do you have any final words of wisdom for our listeners? <laughs> sure. Play Baldur's Gate 3. It's really fucking good. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I second Such that a good motion. Game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I third that, and I also say, everyone out there, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. My doggo uh, is pretty much guaranteed it's going to shit in the house today, which is great. <laughs> I took it for a walk yeah. this morning and I like, cause I, I have uh, like an upstairs, like I don't have a, a yard I can leave my dog in. So if I can't get him to go to the toilet in the morning, then very likely I end up getting poo-poos in the house <laughs> and I couldn't get him to go this morning. I'm not going to have time to take him after this. <laughs> oh, So we'll be coming back from this birthday with a big old poo-poo. Oh, you know you can get like little um little grass patches, um for that. Yeah, I've tried, but he he wouldn't use them. Maybe uh, then again, I I did try <laughs> only just the puppy pads. Maybe I'll try one of those and see if I can get him to use it. But just, just buy yeah. some astroturf um, from like yeah Bunnings, and then put like a cat boxer 
like put it over the top of like a cat litter tray. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can even do that, and um, like if you get one that y- it can seep through, you can just put like the puppy liners underneath it, and mm. it will just soak yeah. or whatever into that. Just um, all you need to do is show him once. So you you get it out, you take a, you, then you take a dump on it while he's watching, so he gets the idea, and then he'll he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. Problem solved. Thanks, Lucky. <laughs> oh, hot You're welcome. Oh, I have lots of dogs. I know what's up. <laughs> you know what makes them tick. Well, you just gotta you gotta lead by example. You show them once. Vis- they're very I mean, visual creatures. You show them once how to do it, they get it. Yeah, true. I mean, that is how I, I taught him to shit in the backyard. So yeah, good idea. <laughs> I mean, with that logic, won't they be shitting in the toilet by now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they, like, come on, they, they, those toilets are death traps. Can you imagine a dog yeah. trying to sit around this open-rimmed yeah. glass? They're just they're just water bowl. bowls, okay? They're just, just yeah, they'll bowls. just fall in. Oh, they'd fall in if they tried to go for it. See, I just have a robot yeah. cleaner for the cat box, so they sense it to go in, and when they <laughs> leave, it goes. Spins in a circle and all the poop goes out wow. and it goes back to normal. Oh, Damn. And what, do you have like That's a awesome. part that you got to clean out basically or something? Yeah, so it's basically a drawer at the bottom oh. with a plastic bag in it. So you just pull the drawer out, tie it up, replace the bag, put it back in. Cool. Done. <laughs> that is freaking awesome. I might tell Sam about that actually, because that's like one of the like only annoying things about owning a cat is having to change, like, yeah, clean the shit out of the litter tray all the time. Ah. <laughs> I'm very for robots doing our jobs for us because I bought mm-hmm. when I, during Black Friday, I was really really sick and I was like in a fever dream and I I bought a uh, one of those robot vacuums. And, like, as much as, like, it was definitely an impulse, like, ridiculous decision kind of buy, I'm so glad I bought it. It's so fucking awesome. It's really, it was, like, it was, like, a hundred bucks and it was normally meant to be, like, 290 or something like that. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. We love our Dr. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> you got a robot vacuum as well? Nice. Oh, we've had one for ages. Nice. Um, it. We don't use it very much anymore because okay. I have two kids and you need clean floors. Like, like not uh, clean floors, but you can't have shit on the floors. Yeah. And there's usually shoes and socks and clothes yeah. and whatever everywhere. Uh, so yeah. I can't use it. Hey, have you ever done that that um, that Parks and Rec thing where you stick on some speakers on top of it <laughs> and, and it plays music around the house so you know That's where cool. it is? I no, don't. It's like, and it turns it into it a party bar. It's my great. Lounge. Which but is, um, here's well, a head true. here's a heads up for you, Zach. Mm. All right, make sure your dog is not inside and unsupervised when you have the the Roomba going, okay. because we had ours go automatically, and we had a beagle at the time, and she was meant to be in her cage area, mm. but she got out and pooped. So oh. the Roomba just spread shit all oh. over our house. Oh. And I believe oh, the Roomba oh, was only no. like two weeks old. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's nasty. So oh, no. There's, there's a learn by my mistake, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. 
<laughs> oh my god, it reminds me of really old South Park episode where um <laughs> Cartman's in the business of oh, getting yeah. shit smeared all over the walls of kids that are upset with their parents. <laughs> oh shit. We well, yeah, yeah. definitely learnt a lesson there. So Far bad. out. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Tell us something Ooh. that's not shit. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, 